you just got back from New York or no? I did. Yes. I just got back Monday night from New York city. It was incredible. Um, I have lovely clients that are getting married, um, in September that flew me out. They live in New York city. Um, so they flew me out for their engagement session. Um, so I was able to like bookend the trip a little bit. Um, my best friend of gosh, 20 plus years, um, lives in Brooklyn. So, um, I was able to spend some time with her and visit with her. So that was wonderful. Um, so yeah, I did. I got back kind of late Monday night. So I'm still in the process of just like back to some sense of normalcy, um, (laughs) getting all of, all of life back, put back together. So, so like, yeah, I don't know about you, but like when I, I mean, obviously you do it too, but like every time I travel now, I'm like, what else can I do when I'm there? Like, I like to maximize my time with everything. Like, oh, I can meet so-and-so. They live there. Like, we should do... I just... I'm always doing that. So, I hate just being in a hotel room somewhere. You know what I mean? I know. I know. Yeah, we were able to plan it um, out pretty well so that I could visit with her. Um, I considered, like, trying to put together some sort of editorial or something. But honestly, I was like, I just want to, like... Chill. be my best friend and chill <laughs> and you know like do all the fun things it's been i haven't been back in new york city since pre-covid times so um it was really just exciting to be back it's my favorite city in the whole world um that said i've not i've only been to like a couple of places in europe so um <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure eventually i'll get to paris and i'm sure i'll love that even more but um is, i just love the city so is it will this be your first wedding in new york or no so they're actually getting married here in the Midwest. Um, they're getting married here in Indianapolis um, at her grandmother's property, which is lovely. Um, but they currently live in New York. So I really encourage my couples um, for their engagement sessions. I do travel quite a bit for them because I really like their engagement sessions to feel more like them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in a place that's meaningful for them or doing things that are significant to their story together. Um, and so they opted to fly me out. Um, they, you know, when they first moved to New York city, they lived in the West village area. So we did some central park things, of course. Um, it was a beautiful, beautiful day. So we were able to do that. And then we kind of explored their neighborhood. Um, a little bit from when they first moved to New York city. So that was really just meaningful and significant for them. Um, you know, while we were like, we grabbed a cab over to the West village area and they were kind of pointing out different places from where he proposed and, you know, places that they frequent together as a couple. So it was really meaningful for them. It was really nice for me to be able to do that for them and be there. So that's, that's typically what I encourage my couples to do is, um, you know, plan their engagement session around something that's truly meaningful for them. Um, and you said New York is like your favorite city in the world. What do you like about New York? (laughs) I love it. I just love it. So I'm not from the Midwest. Um, I grew up in Delaware, actually very Northern part of Delaware, just outside of Philadelphia ish. Um, so I, um, while Delaware is very small, um, I've kind of always had like a big city mentality. Um, I just love like everybody can be who they want to be um, you know, in New York and there's, it's, there's like little pocket neighborhoods that are kind of quiet. And then of course there's like hustle and bustle too, which I, I like both, you know, both entities of that. Um, but I really just love the diversity, um, of New York city. I love that you can get a little bit of 
you know, like quiet, peaceful areas, but you, I'm not like a big, huge nightlife person, but, um, you know, there's different places you can go. There's just lots of people to see. There's tons of things that you can do just like right out of your front door. So, um, that's just, I really love that type of pace and environment. So, um, it's just always been one of my favorites. So especially growing up right outside of Philly, I mean, you probably went to New York a decent amount of times growing up, right? I mean, what's yeah, what's yeah. Like two, two hours maybe? It's like two, two and a half. It's really okay. like you can quick hop on the train yeah. that way. Um, Philly was only 45 or so minutes away um, from my house. So we would go to Philly a lot. Um, huge baseball fans. So going to Philly's games was, you know, the best. Um, always really close by for things like that. So um because Delaware is so small, just getting to bigger cities was not an issue, like a very quick trip. Um, But I love that it's close to the water too. It's kind of, you know, um, that's, that's a wonderful thing where we are now is very landlocked and I don't super love that. Um, But it is what it is. Here we are. There's no, there's no (laughs) oceans around Indianapolis. What do you mean? No, 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 it's very dry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um people are like wait chris really thinks there's oceans around there no it was a joke but um <laughs> so <clears throat> I, I mean i'm from close to indianapolis like an hour and a half away mm-hmm. like kind of i'm from like middle of nowhere ohio like 10 minutes yeah. from the indiana border so like you know in, indy i mean we, i'm not from too far from i-70 which obviously goes just straight to indy but uh yeah yeah so you grew up in delaware uh wh- we're at in delaware what's it called um, very, so very little town, um, at the Northern part of Delaware called Hokesson, mm-hmm. um, is where I grew up. Um, I went to university of Delaware. I stayed, you know, stayed close by, um, ended up going to school. Um, well, really I've been an artistic person pretty much my whole life. So I, um, pursued a career in journalism um, at University of Delaware, but really just felt more drawn to photos um, and and their ability to kind of tell a whole story within one image um, as opposed to the written word. So I really bounced around a lot. Um, I grew up in performing arts. Um, I sang pretty much my whole life uh, growing up. I did that in college as well. Um, I did a lot of travel um, because of that. I was in a lot of like uh, traveling choirs and things of that nature. And we were able to see a lot of different places um, throughout that. And my my parents did a really great job of um, sort of leaning into that. It was something that I really enjoyed doing. And, um, you know, I did it in school, but I also did that extracurricular as well. And we were very busy. Um, but they, uh, they were just like all in with that. So um, I, I chose the University of Delaware for that reason. Um, their chorale is fantastic. They always have been. Um, and so that was, that was the main focus for me being there. Um, but it, it sort of allowed me to see a lot of different places. Um, and I got to kind of lean a little bit more into the arts. Um, and photos really just became super important for me. Um, my dad was a history major. Um, and so, you know, when we were kids, he, every vacation that we took, like everywhere we went, he was always dragging us to like, 
museums and you know he like always wanted to know the history of where we were and you know as kids we were like um but I really truly appreciate that he did that um because there's just such a we just kind of grew up with such a curiosity of the world around us um and you know the the lived experiences of the people and places that we go to visit um and so that really stuck with me um and i just really enjoy photographs or photos really in general just for their ability to do that um and to tell a full story um of the lived experience of of what is occurring in front of the camera so it's a little bit like it's kind of long-winded but that's a little yeah, bit good. of my like history like getting into um what i do now did you uh, when you're like growing up did you have like a camera or like what camera did you have like the first one do you remember of course so i'm gonna age myself probably a little bit um i learned um in elementary with film um and you know we processed everything in the dark room and then uh digital became all the rage um and i remember my parents had a digital camera um you know that they would bring around but for the most part it was a lot of film um a lot of film that we shot for vacations and family photos and things of that nature and um they always did a good job of putting together photo albums and i always loved looking through all of those images um my grandparents were really great at that too so i loved um you know we would go and stay with my grandparents and they didn't really have like a TV. It was like very, we spent a lot of time outside. Um, but a lot of time I would, you know, pass the time by looking through their photo albums. And I just really, truly enjoyed doing that. Um, and kind of like jumping into whatever those photographs were. Um, I'm just curious about the, the history behind all of it. So, um, we had a lot of film and then, um, I, you know, when we were in college, well, I guess prior to that, disposable cameras were yeah. a big, huge deal. <laughs> um, and so it was all the time, like disposable cameras all the time, dropping them off at the right Aid, um, you know, one hour photo and picking them up was always such a fun pastime for me. Um, and then into college, uh, you know, we had those like little digital cameras that were like this big that we yeah. would attach to our wristlets and have out. <laughs> um, and I really, truly never, I mean, I wasn't like what you would consider like a photographer at that time, I guess, but it was always very important for me to um, to really document at things that were happening. So if I didn't have my camera with me, I was not okay. Um, I really felt like I had to have it with me at all times. Um, and so that's, that's kind of how that began. And then um, I had my first child um, at 22. So I was quite young, right out of school um, and was kind of just jumped right into motherhood. And um, that of course, I know a lot of people will say um, that was kind of the catalyst for me to document everything that I could. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I started on like a Canon Rebel um, and was taking a lot of photos of her. And at that time I was like, I really, enjoy doing this and I really want to you know lean more into this and learn all of the all of the ins and outs um of shooting on manual and and all of those things so that's how I learned um with my daughter as my subject <laughs> um <laughs> and then I really because um 
I am such a sentimental person. I decided, um, I don't really know when it switched to me wanting to create a business out of this um, and, you know, be a photographer for other people. Um, but I knew it was something that I wanted to share with people around me is um, just capturing motherhood. Um, and that's that's how I started my business. I was primarily shooting motherhood on film. Um, so, you know, film became popular again. Yeah. And I really love that whole process. It just makes me so much more of an intentional photographer. Um, and I, I, there were just images, you know, I would, I was featured a couple of times on Fount Collective, um, which was a, a big motherhood, I think they're still running, um, blog. And at that time, um, this was back in, so this was 2009. Um, and blogs and like lifestyle blogs were really popular. They were becoming super popular at that time. Like people were running their own, you know, lifestyle blogs or websites. And um, I, you know, they were documenting, they were, they were mothers just kind of blogging and documenting their everyday things. And they, they were like the first influencers, I guess, <laughs> if you will. Um, and I kind of got into that whole thing um, that I just love this imagery of capturing the true side of motherhood. Um, you know, newborn photos that are just real life um, and not so much like putting them in baskets and things like that. Um, I really <laughs> yeah. loved the... Uh, <laughs> putting them in the, baskets. <laughs> the just very, right, right. Um, which is, is beautiful, if that's your thing. It just wasn't my thing. Um, I just loved those like very quiet moments, um, everyday moments that, that mothers go through. Um, and it all goes by so, so quickly when they're little. Um, that it was just so important for me to have those things documented and then to be able to gift that to their other people too and other moms um, uh, was just really important to me. So that's kind of how I started in with that um, and learned film again. Um, you know, I am pretty much self-taught. I did not go to school for photography. Um, you know, again, I went for journalism. So yeah. It's, um, I feel like I've kind of always had the ability to tell a story, um, but being able to, to see it through a different lens <laughs> um, and capture that for people was just always really important to me. So um, I did a lot of things in motherhood and then it kind of evolved into weddings from there. Well, I was going to say, you said earlier you started um, shoot, or doing film when you were like in elementary school so like like roughly how old were you like were you like seven or eight or um yeah i was like well maybe about 10. okay but either um, way that's pretty like, young <laughs> yeah fourth or fifth grade we did have a photography class um in school so we were i you know it was so long ago i don't remember exactly yeah. what it was i'm sure it was just like us outside i think we did some like nature walks in school um and things of that nature, but we did, we had a dark room and we learned, you know, how to do all of that um, at a pretty young age. So I would say really just photos in general have always been a pretty, a pretty big part of my life um, since childhood. Um, it just wasn't really until I had my own children that um, I just leaned a little bit more into 
documenting everything in a way that's more intentional. Um, you know, of course we have our phones and we can like snap photos on our phones all day long. Um, but there's just something about, um, being able to capture authentic moments that are unfolding that really tell a story and are impactful in such a way that it becomes a legacy photo almost, um, where, you know, your grandchildren or something that you leave behind that they get a true idea of who you are. You know, it's not as, it's not so posed. It's not, you know, just like a quick firing off of images. Um, it's, it's really documenting things as they occurred. And that's, that's kind of the history <laughs> sentimental part of me that um, I really lean into when it comes to all of my work now. That's super cool that you were in the featured in film collective too. Like, yeah. And you mentioned, I mean, everyone knows now film is like super popular <laughs> again, uh, yes. video, video and photo, but like, uh, yeah, I like I, I want to say I read a couple years ago. I don't think I said this on the podcast yet, but like uh, Kodak and what was it? 2020 or 20, eh, probably 2020, maybe 2019. They made like three times the amount of film that they did the previous five years combined because it just got so popular. And I think Instagram is probably mm -hmm. a big reason for that, I would say. Uh, for sure. I would say it's probably a huge reason. But like, I don't know. I'm cool with that because, well, everyone was like, <laughs> the only bad thing is like now when you want to buy a film camera on eBay, it's like... <laughs> They're like three thousand dollars, and they should they should be like a hundred dollars, but uh, whatever. Uh, right. Like cer certain ones are just like so inflated, it's ridiculous. But uh, I guess that's just how it goes. But uh, yeah, like I see, I even see a film camera behind you on the shelf. So like, do you remember the first film camera, or like, or do you have a favorite now or no? Sorry, put you on the spot. Oh, uh, the Contax is my favorite. Yeah. Um, Medium form. We call her Connie. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Connie can be a little spicy sometimes. Um, but really the images that come out of the contacts are just, yeah, they're just like next level. Um, but I also really, really enjoy um, my Canon 1V for 35 millimeter. It is very snappy, super fast. Um, I almost can put it, I it's just like an extension of my hand these days where I, I mean, it's so, so quick, it's super reliable. Um, and the, you know, the photos that come out of it are, are just as beautiful, um, in my opinion, um, as the contacts. So th those are my two primary film cameras. This one here is just like one of those little Instax minis. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's hard um, to so tell from like where, oh, I see it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which is actually, um, it's a lot of fun. Um, those are really, really fun. My kids love using them. I love the images that come out of them and just kind of seeing like the world through their eyes um, is a lot of fun. Sometimes I'll even bring some of those to like receptions and stuff, yeah. just like fire off some fun photos. Have, yeah, it was hard um, to tell from here how far away it is. People dancing. But uh, <laughs> we have we have the Instax wide, uh, like the big one. Uh, we have it on our kitchen island, like at all times in case we want to like grab yeah. it and run outside and get a picture. Like, yeah. Uh, just yeah. always have it ready. I so it. that's funny. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, taking those receptions are is super cool. And I even have like a point and shoot. And sometimes I'm like, I want to take this, but I don't want to make the photographer mad. But I'm like, I don't know. I just want to grab like a couple of shots. Uh, film's just yeah. fun to shoot. I don't know why. Just it, I mean, it just is. Because you're is. like, I don't know what it's um, going to look like yet. <laughs> that's what's fun right. about it. And I love that um, disposable cameras like kind of made their comeback. Yep. Um, and... I mean, 
the millennial in me <laughs> just uh, love that because um, that's, you know, what I grew up on. Um, there's just like such a nostalgic feel behind those. So I like to just grab one. I mean, sometimes the, my couples will have them too for the, their yep. receptions for, um, you know, their, their guests to take photos, but usually I'll bring one along with me, um, too, and just have that on the dance floor. And it's, it's just so much fun. It's so freeing to just like, you know, fire off some photos. And sometimes they end up being some of my clients' favorite photos. So. Yeah. I, um, I've even thought about giving the bride and groom one and being like, take, take as many as you can today of each other or with who, like just do your thing. Like like I've thought about that, but I'm like, I don't want to make the photographer mad. Uh, and it's not, and again, (laughs) I do videos. So it's not really my, I guess, uh, place to do that. But like, I've even thought about that. Uh, there've been times it's rare, but I have done it where in certain scenarios I will hand someone, one of my Sony cameras, like really wide lens and I'll basically like, you know, or, or if like someone's dancing or something, it's usually like a bridesmaid. I trust them more than a groomsman. But like, I'll, be like, <laughs> I'll just like kind of very quickly hand it to them and they'll like film themselves kind of like a cell and just for a couple seconds, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, like giving them a camera, like especially disposable because it's like it's not a big deal if it doesn't look you know, great or right. It's a bad picture, right. It's and that's kind deal. of the idea behind it. Right. Yeah. You know, like the imperfections are really embraced <laughs> when it comes to disposable cameras. Um, I took one to, I took one to the Santa Barbara meetup, disposable camera. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I have such FOMO from seeing all those images. I wasn't able to make it out there, but, um, uh, one of these days <laughs> and I just talked to my wife. Last, so I took it, to, I took it to Walgreens cause I was like, I'm not going to ship it off. I was like, I'm just going to take it somewhere local. And the, I was like, oh, like when, like roughly how long do you think? I think the guy said a couple of weeks. And last night, literally, I was like, I forgot about that film. And I was like, I wonder when that's going to be done. And my wife goes, uh, I'll go, like, I'll, cause she, she's a pharmacy tech at Walgreens. And she was like, I'll stop by that store and, and look. And I'm like, but won't they call me? And she goes, I don't know. They don't ever call me when I do it. And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh I'm just supposed gosh, to show. It's so different now. <laughs> I guess like it's one so... hour photo. Like we would drop it off, go have yeah. lunch somewhere, come pick them up. <laughs> Sometimes not even People have to, to leave. Bring that back. Maybe that's, yeah. a, maybe that's a, a business venture we need to start. <laughs> yeah. I remember going to Walmart and like you just walk around for a little bit and then they would like call your name on the speaker. And I was like, cool. But uh, yeah. Yeah, but well, I was like annoyed because I'm like, why, like, why wouldn't they just? Call? I left my number on the thing. Why wouldn't they just call me and say your film's in? I don't know. Maybe it's not in, but whatever. So I still haven't gotten that back at the at the time of this recording, but oh hopefully I get it back soon. Yeah, it's been yeah, I would say it's been two and a half weeks, at least three weeks. But wow, I don't yeah. Well, and of course they don't do it there. They ship it somewhere. I guarantee. Like, right, they're no shipping they it out there. too. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think they told me they ship it to Fuji because I asked. Uh, and the guys kind of seemed like they had no idea what was going on. <laughs> uh, it was kind of funny. But uh, I was like, whatever. I just want to see what they look like. So uh, so big film shooter, obviously. And yeah. you, I guess, I don't think I've asked this on the podcast. What do you shoot on a wedding day, digital? You shoot Canon still or no? Um, I am Sony. I switched to Sony oh, last year. And I love it so much. Um, I find that Sony works really well with hybrid. So, um I, I was with Canon. Um, I'd like the, you know, 5D Mark III for forever. And then, you know, everything was going to mirrorless. So I switched to um, the R6 yep. and was not having a good time. 
um, <laughs> editing my photos, um, just color. I just was not, not having a good time with it. So I did a lot of research. I really agonized over, um, the differences between the GFX and Sony, mm -hmm. um, and ultimately ended up with Sony because, um, a lot of the feedback that I heard or read, you know, on Facebook forums, um, was that the GFX was a little bit slower and Connie bless her heart is also a little bit slow. So I needed something for, you know, real life wedding scenarios that was just quick, um, you know, pretty, pretty quick and easy. So I ended up with Sony. I have not looked back. Um, and I absolutely love it. I still, because I just love collecting cameras, but I'm yeah. considering, um, you know, once, uh, I can't remember who made it now, but there, um, there's a new adapter that goes on the GFX where you can use your contact lens. Um, oh, cool. and it looks very, very, very close to, um, you know, contact film imagery. So I've kind of, you know, toyed with the idea of having that set up too, but ultimately I'm just trying to simplify, um, yeah. this year and, um, I honestly just, I put on the Zeiss 50 on my Sony and let her rip and um, it's worked really, really well. I'm, I'm very, very, very happy with it. So yeah, that's my digital setup. How was the market in Indianapolis or how long have you been there now? So I've been in Indianapolis for 10 years now. Okay. Um, there are some really wonderful venues here in Indy. Um, but I do find a, a lot of them are very um, like ballroom vibe mm -hmm. or there's a lot of like barns or some industrial type of venues here. Um, and those, again, can be great, um, but it just is not my it does not light me up inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You like the um, you said you like the tinted. Uh, yeah, I love like out, out, garden yeah, vibes, you know, um, or like estates and Indianapolis just doesn't ha quite have the history. Um, it's still mm -hmm. a relatively new city, if you will. So like Cincinnati will have a lot more, um, like older estates that have a lot of that, like beautiful old character architecture, things like that. Um, where we, we here just don't really have, um, those types of places. So, um, yeah, I do. I do find that I'm traveling a lot more, um, which I love. I love to travel. So yeah. to have the ability to do that through, you know, doing something that truly lights me up inside is honestly a dream come true. Um, so yeah, I'm doing quite a bit um, in the surrounding areas um, as opposed to here in Indy. Well, where else do you, I know you said Cincinnati, like, I guess, where else do you usually go around here? Like driving distance? Um, or yeah, usually yeah, Chicago. I'm in Chicago oh, cool. a fair amount. Oh, yeah. Um, Chicago is about like three, three and a half hours from mm -hmm. here, so it's not it's not terrible. Um, and then some places up in Michigan as well. So that that's what I would kind of consider my like home base. Um, yeah. but really, I'll go pretty much anywhere. So, <laughs> um, I've been able to travel quite a bit for engagement sessions for my clients, which has been really fun. Um. And just be kind of being able to explore different, different areas, different cities, um, and and you know meeting different people in the industry has been pretty incredible. Where's your favorite uh, venue you've shot in the last like year or so? Oh, um, Green Acres. Oh, and in Cincinnati. It's beautiful. Um, 
Yes. Yeah, I really it is love it. Awesome. You kind of have like that estate type feel, but there's, you know, you can do a full tent install um, out around the back side that is, it's just a really beautiful blank canvas. Um, and if, if you've got the right vendor team, you can <laughs> really um, make that a very, very, very beautiful event. Thanks, Lauren, for coming on. I really appreciate you taking the time to be here. And I Absolutely. love talking everything with you. And I feel like I found out a lot about you. Good. Awesome. Thank you for having me. And I'm sure I'll see you again soon. Bye.